0: The conversation. This festive season, a little extra cash could go a long way. Our could save you money on your car insurance premium. If they can't, you can ask them for 500 Rand cash. That's a monthly saving on your current premium or 500 Rand cash or 1,500 Rand if you've been claim-free for three years with the same insurer. SMS out to 38462 to get a quote. That's out to 38462. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply.
1: In your sports, the sour plumber steps down from netball produce coach role. Legal action by promoters stops new boxing South Africa board from uh, taking office and Ivory Coast upgrades sports infrastructure ahead of Africa Cup of Nations. More details at 3.30. <laughs>
2: The award-winning SFM Playwriting Competition
0: is back.
1: SAFM, which many of you would know right now, we're launching the popular drama playwriting competition. The aim is to promote literacy and also ignite love for sharing South African stories. Well, everything has gone up the price of petrol. Hey, Wena, are you saying that this phone uses petrol?
0: Our writers are being invited to explore the medium of sound and really go into the theater of
2: the mind. People see the pictures in their own color, in their own images. In their own faces.
0: For a chance to win one of three large cash prizes, visit sfm.co.za. Prince and Pierre on Beyond the Headline. It is eight minutes after three o'clock. Good afternoon and welcome to Beyond the Headline with me, Eldren Simpier. pierre Thank you so much for choosing us um, this afternoon. We're with you from now up until six o'clock. Coming up on the show, we start off with the policy conference of uh, the IFP, which has started in KZN Bangini. So we'll be speaking um, to the spokesperson of the IFP, Mkolego to speak about um, the policy conference that is coming up. It did, I think it has been postponed twice now already, um, but the conference is now underway and also some of the proposals um, that the delegates will be deliberating on as they look ahead to the 2024 elections because this policy conference will also inform what will be on the um, manifesto of the IFP as they contest the Um, general elections next year, 2024. Also on the show this afternoon, we speak to Dr. Chido Chasengere from the Institute for Pan-African Thought and Conversation at the University of Johannesburg as the United Nations officially ended its 10-year peacekeeping mission in Mali after the country's ruling junta demanded the departure of the mission, accusing it of having failed to stabilise the country. Could this be something that we see, for instance, also um, the ripple effect of it? Uh, We remember even with the, the DRC as well and the concerns that have been raised there with the peacekeeping mission there and uh, some of the troops that have already been that have already pulled out. So we'll be speaking to Dr. Chido Chaseniere, um who is from the Institute for Pan-African Thought and Conversation at the University of Johannesburg. Also in the show this afternoon, um, we speak to the city, we speak to Suzette Little, who is a good party caucus leader in the city of Cape Town. Um, a new outdoor advertising signage bylaw that has been met with a mixed reaction. Um, so we'll be speaking to Suzette Little about that. WhatsApp some of the concerns are about um, this new um, signage bylaw that has come into effect in the city of Cape Town. So that conversation uh, coming up a bit later on. And then at 20 past four, we speak to Mark Hayward, um, member of Change Starts Now. So yesterday you may have heard the interview that uh, Stephen has had with the leader of a chain Change Starts Now. That is Roger Jardine. Um, and um, the movement, as he says, right now, it, it is only a movement. It's not a political party as yet. But the intention is to register to become a political party that will contest the local government elections. The sense that I got from um, that interview with Stephen um, is that they, they, they're not joining politics for an outright win or outright majority win. Some people may just, just say that oh, it would be foolish to think that you can launch a political party now a couple of months before the elections and then think that you'd win an outright majority. However, though, they speak about um, coalitions and participating in coalitions. Perhaps also their um, expectation is that at a national level, we could find um, the ANC being pushed below the 50% mark and uh, the possibility of having a coalition at a national level, there is already the multi uh, the multi-party uh, pact. Remember the multi-party pact, and the question is with the with this political party once they are registered, change starts now. Form part of the multi-party um, charter, um, which of course has the likes of the EF, the likes of the IFP rather, as well as the Democratic Alliance and Freedom Front Plus. So that conversation coming up with Mark Haywood at around 20 past four, and then also in the show this afternoon, um, the Minister of Electricity, Khosieentso um speaking again about the commissioning of the 2,500 uh, 2,500 megawatts um, of a nuclear, and uh, this announcement of course follows that of the Minister of mineral resources in May during his budget speech vote, where he spoke about the procurement of the 2,500 megawatts of nuclear uh, power. So we'll be in conversation with uh, Princess Mdombien, who is the founder of Africa for Nuclear, to speak about that. So those are some of the stories um, that we have on the agenda this afternoon. Anything else that you'd like to place on the agenda on 0614-104107? You can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpia. And our studio line is 086-000-2032. The only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. We speak to Mkuleg next, the national spokesperson for Inkata Freedom Party, the IFP. So its president, Velinkosini Labisa, says the party's policies must evolve with time. He was speaking at the opening of the IFP's policy conference that is currently underway in Embangeni on the north coast of KwaZulu-Natal. The IFP has held a policy conference, uh, the last policy conference in 2008. Lhabisa has urged the delegates to be robust in engaging on the party's party's uh, policy proposals. I'm Kulego now joining us on the line. Kulego, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us.
2: And that's a pleasure, Alden. Good afternoon to you and
0: the What does the evolution of the IFP policies look like? And what is it that the IFP would want to achieve with their evolution of those policies?
2: Well, the socio-economic challenges which are confronting South Africans are markedly very different from when the last time we met. And I just want to comment that the policy conference has not been postponed twice, as you said in the intro. What happened was that in 2008, a policy conference was held, and a decision was subsequently taken by the National Council and Conference that policy reviews would become the prerogative of the National Campaign Committee. These reviews have subsequently taken place every two years and with a particular focus every time it's an election year to make sure that we are up to date. So what we are currently doing now is a comprehensive policy review ahead of 2024 following the normalization of the party and the structures after the challenges that the party had, including but not limited to the split. So we are quite confident that um, the structures of the party are in place, mobilization is taking place, and there has been a lot of work put into this policy review over the past um, 18 months. So what we are wanting to respond to now is what is currently taking place in South Africa with interventions which are going to be pragmatic and interventions that are going to deliver results um, in terms of service delivery um, for South Africans. So the president's call um, this morning is to say then, let us broaden the horizons of our own thinking to ensure that um, the party is able to come out of this policy uh, conference uh, with them comprehensive package um, for South Africans, because the manifesto of the IFP is going to be launched in March 2024, and so these policies need to inform the direction then that the party is taking. There are seven work streams uh, of the policy review process, um, and as we speak now, commissions uh, are underway, and they are considering now the reports from structures on the basis of the draft documents and we are hoping that uh, later on um, this evening we would have completed the discussions amongst the commissions, because tomorrow each um, commission will be reporting uh, to Plenary on the outcomes.
0: What would you say is on um, one of the top priority policies that are being deliberated on by um, the delegates that you could say that once the IFP comes out with this policy proposition, it may be the one that could really rattle some feathers within the political system and also be a disruptor?
2: But we're, we're not looking at the policy review process in, in that way in terms of um, catching headlines. We need practical intervention. And so the governance cluster are looking at the issue of stabilizing governance, accountability, consequence management, pushing back on the frontiers of corruption. If you're looking at the um, policy discussions in the education in the social services cluster which includes education and healthcare. It's also about ensuring access. It's about the devolution of power insofar as the issue of law enforcement is concerned to ensure that provinces are empowered to be able to take um, decisions in terms of crime fighting. It's about corruption courts and ensuring that there's further strength given to institutions like the SIU and the special tribunal to ensure that there's a quick turnaround time crime. It's, It's about stabilizing uh, governance and it's also about unlocking the bottlenecks uh, which are there in the value chain or ecosystem of service delivery. It's also about looking at funding mechanisms for municipalities um, and reviewing issues around the budgeting model uh, which is at play. So, all in all, it's, it's across the spectrum. I was listening in earlier on on the um, governance uh, commission and there were speaking around issues of amendments to the Constitution of Chapter 7 and 12 to ensure that the synchronization in the work of traditional leadership and municipalities to provide clarity on powers, functions, and responsibilities. Um, Home Affairs portfolio is looking at the issues of border security and ensuring that um, Amongst others, uh, the issue of foreign nationals is addressed. Prioritising uh, South Africans, there's a major push in the discussions for putting South Africans uh, first and ensuring that um, the, the 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 home affairs responds to the daily uh, realities of people. So it's it's a it's a it's a cross-cutting you know mm-hmm. interface of issues um, that are, are being dealt with uh, here and the draft documents have provided a basis um, for the review. What we are confident of is that we're going to come out with a value proposition to South Africans that um, is going to speak of a party uh, that is responding to their challenges and taking them along. What we want is economic growth, economic development. The issue of jobs very important. The youth were pushing very hard um, in in their own extended national council this weekend, I'm mm-hmm. sure it will come out in plenary to sh- ensure that this youth representation but also ensuring that uh, youth development takes them center stage in the national discourse yeah and speaking
0: about the youth one thing that they had spoken out about was the multi-party charter the president um, touched a bit on that saying that the ifp has entered into the multi-party charter for south africa but remain autonomous Um, is the multi-party charter anything that will be placed before the delegates to decide on whether the ifp continues being part of the multi-party charter and um, with that also um, has Roger Jardine approached the multi-party charter from from your knowledge um, so that change starts now can join
2: look the, the whatever it is that he is doing is his own prerogative but what must be clarified in the public discourse is that the multi-party party is not a political party and therefore is not going to be contesting elections but it's a coming of minds on how to structure coalition governments in the eventuality that they do arise so my mother, who was a nurse, used to say, prevention is better than cure. So it's a pro- proactive action step, given the short turnaround time there is to form a government after any election. The IFP is contesting these elections as the IFP. will be presenting IFP policies, presenting an IFP manifesto. We have not been approached uh, by Mr. Jardine or his people. And we have got no intention. Um, as the IFP of backing another presidential candidate, because that would be tantamount to putting the uh, the cart before the horse. One, he doesn't have a political party, a political platform, therefore, we, in which um, political party will be contesting from. It. The is of positions really need to stop being the preoccupation um of contesting these elections. We need to first contest the elections and come out of the elections uh, with the result, which will be a pointer in terms of how governance will be structured. So the IFP will not be drawn um, into this um, speculation. And if Mr. Jardine wants to contest the then he should do so like everybody else on the prescribed um, constitutional and electoral avenues that are available. But we're not going to be uh, backing a sponsored candidate. Um, we are the IFP and we are going to be yeah. contesting the, I- the elections as such. A
0: quick final one. Uh, the development yesterday out of the North Gauteng High Court setting aside the recognition of uh, King Zulu. Um, the recognition by the president, um, the recognition certificate by the president and that particular decision. From the IFP's point of view, considering that KZN is also a strong constituency for the party, do you think that this could lead to some level of instability within the region where you are targeting to win over votes?
2: There should be no reason for there to be um, instability. We fundamentally believe that the royal family will be competent to resolve this matter and deal with it in the manner that requires uh, um, intervention and along the lines in which uh, the court has said. And secondly, um, there is no dispute that the king is on the throne. What is being uh, asked to be reviewed is the process upon which it happened. Um, we fundamentally believe that the traditional prime minister of the Zulu nation, and Warnock, Prince Mangosu Tupcheli, handled the matters correctly and in a manner which was consistent with Zulu traditional customary law. And also there's other, you know, considerations that have to be made in so far as the constitutionality of the traditional leadership and coexistence act, which the Constitutional Court has said um, was also unconstitutional because Parliament had failed on the consultative and participation uh, processes. So it's a very complex and difficult matter but one which we do not believe will lead to any instability. It's getting around the legalities of it and bringing this matter to a logical conclusion. And we've got full confidence in the royal family and His Majesty the King to deal with that.
0: Thank you so much, time. Kulego Lengwa is the national spokesperson of the IFP at the policy conference.